Welcome back to the Unique Podcast. My name is Joel. And my name is Tracy. And we are your hosts for this podcast. Well, this week we have the amazing Andy Pedrana from Proform Physio. So we're going to introduce yeah. him a little bit later. Really excited. Um, but first we have the segment, News, news with, with the, the News. news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so funny because we're sharing a mic today and we're so close. So, <laughs> that's like, okay. So, was it social distancing? Social distancing. <laughs> but we're family members, so it's okay. I can yeah, say, yeah, that's true. So what's your news for this week? Um, well, exciting news. Uh, lockdown is for us um, out. So um, yeah, it's Freedom Day today. Freedom Day. We're recording on the 11th. Yeah. So, so everyone's out doing their thing. Yes, but I did actually get a little bit of compassion leave to go and visit my granddaughter because my oh, oldest nice. oldest son, um, they moved house and they needed a babysitter. So I put my hand up and I was <laughs> like, I'm there, I'm there. So I got after, I've only seen her for the first eight weeks that she was born. She's like three months now, right? No, she's uh, five months old, Joel. Five months? I yeah. thought it was, they posted three months, two weeks ago. <laughs> no, they didn't. Oh, okay, wow. <laughs> You're losing track of time. Anyway, bottom line was I got, huge amount a few good hours of cuddles kisses when I walked in there she raised her little arms up so I could pick her up <laughs> my heart is completely full completely melted Sound like you're about to cry oh yeah no I didn't cry I didn't <laughs> cry but I was very very excited and um, that was my best news for the week it made my day it made my week um, I am so looking forward to lots of cuddles and nice. more babysitting that's great well this, yeah, this week, um, Facebook decided to have a massive crash. So that was fun. Yeah. If most people who are listening probably have no idea what I do. Most of my business is run on social media platforms. We do lots of marketing and um, Facebook owns Instagram as well. So that meant <laughs> lots of our marketing was on a halt for a bit. Yeah. Um, and it was down for like, I think it was like 12 hours or something like that. Yeah. Um, you got a few phone calls from clients too. <laughs> <laughs> started my day pretty early that morning. So but yeah, that was that was riveting. But I heard Mark Zuckerberg lost about eight billion dollars that night. Wow! <laughs> wow! Did Imagine you... having eight billion dollars to lose. That'd yeah. be great. <laughs> hey, but, yeah. you gotta live. You gotta live with a future in in mind for yeah. the future. But yeah. yeah, that's pretty much. Oh, and also speaking about Freedom Day, I saw um, a video on Facebook this morning. Um, people lining up at Spotlight from twelve a.m. Oh, really? Like they spotlight in um, Castle, Hill? Castle Hill opened up like at 12 a.m. And there was just like a massive queue all throughout the whole car park. Oh, that's just And Kmart as well in Blacktown. It's crazy. So that's pretty much my news. But yeah. Well, Chantel said Castle Hill was pretty, pretty quiet. So yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. There was, I, noticed, I did notice there's more traffic on the road. So yeah, welcome back to the traffic. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, do you want to introduce okay, Andy? Hey, Andy, we... Um, I'm so excited. I have known Andy for now for about three years and um, the journey started when we met um, at a business networking uh, uh, meeting and, um, you know, travelled alongside of him in um, some leadership positions within that network mm. group. But, you know, my most exciting thing about Andy is that he is just so full of life and exciting sure is, yeah. and um, really dynamic young person. And what I've seen and, and why I would really like you know, to interview him is because what I can see is a young person who is really professional and really has just taken, you know, um, hold of his career, hold of his job mm. and turned it, you know, and now a business owner. And so we're going to see his journey and we're really excited. Yeah. For that so andy welcome to our podcast hello 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 wow what an introduction that's amazing oh, <laughs> i know hey, so you that give me great. that introduction yeah. That's, yeah. I need. that's what i need to get through the week yeah uh, thanks for <laughs> having me on guys i really appreciate this this is amazing yeah, yeah it's very fun okay so i guess our first question is so our listeners can know a little bit more about you so tell us about yourself and what you do 
Well, guys, um, hello and welcome everyone at home. Um, I'm Andy. I'm a physiotherapist from Proform Physiotherapy, primarily stationed in uh, Bella Vista. I'm a physiotherapist by trade, so pretty much I'm I'm the equivalent of a body mechanic. If you've got aches, pains or niggles and you need to figure out a way around it, it's my job to figure out what it is and um, give you a treatment plan moving forward so you can get on with whatever's meaningful in your life. So if it's, you know, if your shoulder's sore and you can't pick up your granddaughter, Tracy, I'm there to fix that. If your knee's busted and you can't me. play soccer, I'm there to fix that too. So um, yeah. essentially that's, that's awesome. what, I, what I get to do for a living. Um, yeah, I, I think I've got the best job in the world because um, alongside with all the all the technical gobbledygook that I deal with that, you know, that I've um, learned through my university degree, I also get to meet an array of dynamic, interesting, wonderful people all with a different story to tell. And I do a bit of physiotherapy on the side. So I, I talk to people and I, and I fix them or I try to. So, um, but I got into the job, like I was always like a very sporty kid. Um, I was probably like more of a jock than a, than a nerd. My sister was the nerd. My brother was the jock and I was somewhere in between. And um, so I ended up um, yeah, falling in love with the whole idea of health and rehab. Um, I think after I, I finished high school, I had a very good mentor. My PE teacher in high school was, was very, very good. Um, took me to a lot of very different places and, um, I think it, sh- it showed me, uh, I guess, a, a world that I didn't know existed when I was in year 11 and 12, because you're a bit insulated in that respect. Um, but I think like then shortly after that, I sort of got involved in the trade and haven't looked back ever since. Yeah. Nice. So good. I love when you said, um, you're a body mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> Such like an interesting way to say it. <laughs> But, you know, that's, that's funny. Funny Andy says that because um, I worked in, the, you know, in my past history, I worked with physios um, doing obviously software side of things and the business side of, of a lot of the physiotherapists in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. And um, what I noticed about, you know, Andy's clinic is it is completely different. It is a completely different model yeah. and it is, you know, nothing like what I had worked with and alongside of other physios in the industry. And I did it for a number of years. So it was interesting mm. when I met, when I did meet you and, and to see how your practice is running and set up is completely different. And I think that's why potentially you get the results that other people don't mm. get. So, yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. It, it's, it was a bit of an d- interesting Genesis that, that whole story, because I think, both myself and my business partner had worked in a number of clinics um, for a number of different years, sort of like um, honing our craft, so to speak. And I guess the one thing that you can definitely say about every single clinic is that when you walk in, it feels like a clinic. Um, yeah. They're very sterile, like so, like bright white lights, um, you know, <laughs> sharp sounds, and you yeah. know, it's very very sterile. You sort of walk in there, and you're almost like it's it's a bit um, bit sharp, a bit um, yeah. you're a bit app- yeah, almost like apprehensive to sort of go into these sorts of things um yeah. but i think like you know throughout our time i guess when we at, at our previous workplace was in a which was in an old crossfit gym in blacktown so we had we used to house an office there it was above a crossfit gym so between loud heavy metal and or hip-hop <laughs> music and i guess uh, it's almost like an afternoon sun facing window where in the summertime the clinic rooms got to 80 degrees and wow. in the winter time the clinic rooms were at minus four um <laughs> i guess we knew that we i guess we'll we were delivering a good service. We had learned a lot, but at the same time, I guess the environment that we were bringing people into was, I think, vitally important. And I guess, and it's one of the things that we wanted to, to you know, re- try, try to redefine moving forward with how Proform delivers its healthcare. Um, mm. So yeah. what we tried to do is, I guess, and as, as Tracy said, you know, a lot of the, the, the environmental setup. So the patient journey from as soon as they walk in the door, how they're greeted, I guess our receptionist served tea in the, in the waiting room. Herbal tea. Um, I love your herbal tea. They're delicious, aren't they? Um, <laughs> and the entire clinic is, and I guess as soon as you walk in is met with 
almost complete natural sunlight. Um, yeah, you know, previous that. previous clinics that we've worked in, you know, we used to work in little like caves and little hovels, like in we had a little room in the dungeons, in the, in the little <laughs> dungeons, exactly right. And and I remember working in those places that I, I was I didn't feel happy working in those places. And yeah. I can only imagine if I didn't feel happy working in those places, if I was disgruntled, if I was agitated, it was definitely going to affect like um, the quality of service and I was able to to give the person who, who was coming in to seek my my counsel or to seek my help. So redefining that and making it an open space and inviting space, a, a space where people feel better about getting better. Because oftentimes yeah. if you've got a sore leg, you've got a sore back or something like that, you're not feeling too crash hot. Um, yeah, but we definitely. wanted to sort of change that around as soon as people walked in the door. And um, we hope we've achieved that. Um, so from all the feedback so far, it, it seems yeah. like we have. Um, but we have a lot more ideas about how we're going to improve that in the future as well. Yeah, yeah. no, that's awesome. That's I, I think I, I've been a few times and even just like when you walk in, it feels, you kind of feel like you're in like a Hampton, Hampton, Hampton's home sometimes. Like you walk in and you're like, this is just so nice and relaxing. And and all the yeah, and, no, and the greet and the greeting you get, yeah, like, you yeah. know, everyone's from a, from a you know from a customer service perspective, you get that you know that greeting that you know because you, you know a lot of people that you would see are going to be in pain, they're going to mm-hmm. be um they're going to be agitated themselves because they're not of happy course. with where they're at, and they want to get results, and so you not only create that environment, but you know it's it's a happy environment, and you know you know they say laughter is like a medicine, and mm. I think oh, you know, totally you know. Yeah. yeah, you're exactly right. And I guess, and, and Joel, if you met any of my receptionists, there's a couple that they're, they're very, very witty. Um, yeah, got I a know. couple of zingers <laughs> up, their, up their back sleeve. And, um, you know, but I think that, that, that it's so important because if they can smile a little bit before they see me, yeah. oftentimes, yes. I mean, that translates to, to treatment outcomes that, you know, that might have, something that might otherwise take six weeks is substantially less just because they're feeling better about and they feel a bit more empowered or they feel less apprehensive about what's going on with them you know so um yeah, it's, it's such a it's such a powerful thing and it it's i think it's actually really important yeah yeah totally. that's awesome yeah well the other question we had for you was how did you get into the world of being a physio and also what was the thing that motivated you to do that because it's one well, of those things okay. that like it's a very particular thing to go into so i just wanted to know what mm. was the thing that pushed you to do that well, the thing is, it wasn't my first choice because I think like if you, for a lot of kids that are out there, like it seems like physiotherapy is the hot ticket in town. Like a lot of kids want to get into it. Like, and I think what yeah. right now, like um, if you look at the marks that if you want to get into like first year physiotherapy at like Sydney Uni or something like the ATAR is something stupid. It's like 97 yeah. or 99. Wow. And I guess, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. So it's almost like a supply and demand thing. Um, you know, and I guess I, I must admit it wasn't my first choice leading into, into, um, out of university or out of high school into university my first thing I want to be a teacher um oh. so I was going to be I was going to be a history teacher first of all and because nice. I really liked history I, I had a very like exceptionally good um history teacher unfortunately passed away about maybe uh, uh, a year a year or two after my graduation when I was in I was uh, out of year 12 and um, he yeah. was very influential over my family in particular over my sister he was a great man a great educator um wow. so I guess we sort of you know, wanted to pay tribute to him in some way. And, but then I found out that I also had this passion for science. I had this passion for, for sport and I had this passion for health. So then I thought maybe I'll be a PE teacher. And then um, started actually started that at university. So I wow. enrolled to wow. do a Bachelor of Health Science at, at, at ACU with all intentions of being a teacher. Um, set my goals and that, you know, in four years, I was going to have my dip ed, I was going to have this and I was going to be a teacher. 
But then suddenly, like, I ran out of money in my wallet and I had to find another job. So, okay. <laughs> so yeah, that happens sometimes. <laughs> exactly right. So, I, I didn't, I, I had, I had barely, barely all money coming in. So, I was playing a lot of sport at the time. And unfortunately, sport doesn't pay the bills unless you're a top tier athlete. Like, I yeah. was good, but I, unfortunately, I just wasn't at that level um, that I could pay my way through a lot of different things. So, I found myself doing work for the, um, the Parramatta Catholic School District, just doing like first oh, nice. aid work, strapping. I, I toured with a couple of the, um, the um, CHS type teams and stuff like this. So I was traveling around with them, just doing odd work for them. And I actually found that I really liked, you know, consulting on rehab and consulting on health and consulting on people get that were, that were injured and helping them you know, feel better about themselves. And I thought, yeah. you know, I like this education thing because I could still fulfill this need to, to educate through this, um, this sports yeah. trainer role that I was doing. But then I thought there's maybe there's more to this that I can do. And then I sort of tossed up the idea of, do I want to be going to strength conditioning? And I thought, mm, maybe not. Do I want to go into personal training? Mm, maybe not. Do I want to go into exercise physiology? And then I, I finally came across the idea of, of physiotherapy. And I think um, one of the hardest things was that I actually, I'd seen physios in the past, but I didn't know exactly what physiotherapy was. So I, I was yeah. sort of just going based on the brochure, so to speak. I, I, I had no, not a real like in-depth idea of what physiotherapy was, but I kind of had this inkling that it, it, could, it would be something that I'd be interested in. Um, but I, I remember distinctly that I actually went through the whole of my, my master's degree. I went through about three quarters of it. Not sure whether I want, if this was actually the right choice, because uh, yeah. I mean, like the work wow. was tough. Um, and I think my learning style is that I'm, I'm, I'm very hands-on. I'm very practical. I like to get my hands yeah. dirty and I like to make mistakes. And I think one thing in the master's program that I was a part of is that, you know, mistakes weren't necessarily, um, weren't necessarily encouraged. No, it was that you have to get an option. You have to read the paper. You have to get 100% on the exam. And Crazy. I was like, that wasn't my style. And I was thinking to myself, you know, I'm, I'm working my butt off. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing well at this particular degree. Is this actually the, the thing that I want to do? And the yeah. first day that I actually stepped in hospital, it all clicked. Like I, there was a, there was a yeah. big like crescendo moment. Like, oh, wow, this actually all makes sense. Yeah. And I fell in love with it. Um, wow. And it was brought out like um, I, I loved it so much that I decided to challenge myself. I ended up doing two internships um, interstate. So I spent about 12 weeks away from home in Ballina in a little town called Kyoga, which is nine hours away. Um, wow. The mentor that I was staying with, I slept on her couch for six weeks. Um, <laughs> she had a farm as well. So I, in, so in between clinics times, I would tend to the farm to pay for my rent. Wow. And, um, and, I, cool. and I work in the clinic all day and I, I was a sponge and I absorbed everything that I could. And she taught me bloody everything, um, yeah. this, nice. this lady. And, and I think like, you know, I was, I was very, very fortunate in my journey that I had an interest, but I was also very fortunate that I, I was, um, I was savvy and I was open to the idea of when good mentors were around me that yeah. I, I latched on and I tried to absorb as much as I can. And I think I was, I was much better for the experience. So when I finally came back and was able to apply my trade, I had, yeah. I think, a wealth of experience that my compatriots might not have gotten um, because, like I said, the, all these other people were able to sew into me um, like in such a meaningful way. And it was very, very helpful. Yeah, yeah wow. It's interesting wow. you say about how, you know, like a lot of people get the opportunity of having working with a mentor or even leaning mm -hmm. into somebody else. But what mm -hmm. happens is that they don't take that opportunity. 
Yeah. And, yeah. and 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 I think sometimes pride, you know, stops mm. them or they think they can do it themselves where, you know, like I've, I've watched you lean into different people and, you know, over just knowing you for the last three years, watched how much you are keen to learn and, and just mm. that lean in and how much then you just take that knowledge and then, you know, mm. you explore stuff for yourself, but then you build on that and, and just, you know, so that's, that's a really great quality that not a lot of young people have um to you know to be open to, to yeah, that so, so it's something that a lot of young people if you're listening you know really just take that quality of leaning into people who are you know maybe older than you that are edu- more educated than you they don't always have to be older than you but you know that they've traveled a bit of a different road mm. um lean into them because be a sponge. yeah be a sponge learn you know you don't have to take on everything but you take the good stuff apply it and um grow from that so yeah okay no, so it, let's, was, let's- it was sensational yeah, yeah, let's let's get into this question um, that I have for you. So, you know, you, you came to start working at Proform. Um, what was the journey there? Because I've I've watched that unfold in the last three years. So, you know, you started working with Buzz, and and mm-hmm. you know, just tell us a little bit about that. Uh, so, I guess um, for I guess my my relationship with Buzz is actually quite an interesting one because I think um, we actually attended school and we're just boys from the area. So, yeah. Buzz grew up, Buzz and I grew up in the, in the same neighbourhood. Um, we call him Buzz because his name's Aldrin. So if you get the Buzz Aldrin reference, yeah, I guess Buzz Aldrin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, I know, only know him as Buzz. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. People think that's his first name, but um, no, I guess I know, so, hey, so um, Buzz and I have known each other for quite a while, and um, we actually met in a in a gym when I was about maybe sixteen or seventeen years old. So and um, we sort of kept in touch um, throughout, I guess, both of our academic careers through university. He was maybe a year or two above me, so he'd been there and done that. And I, th- I said to myself, because I knew him and I, I'd sort of been following him around for a bit, I knew that he, he was working in some, some pretty high profile things. And um, when, I, when I managed to get back from Kyogle, I said to myself, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to this bloke because, I mean, that, that just seemed like the right thing to do. I'm going to reach out. I'm just going to buy him coffee and you know, maybe he can sort of give me a few tips about how I can sort of like progress my physiotherapy career because I had no idea, right? Um, that coffee turned into a gym workout. We sat there together and I guess I, I rocked up, you know, just, he said, yeah, just, uh, just bring some training gear and stuff like that. And we'll, we'll have a chat. I rock up there and he's already like sort of halfway through this workout. So I have to rush on in <laughs> and I've never, I don't think I've ever done a harder workout in my life. So this interview, like he's, so he's asking me questions at the end of this workout and I'm gasping. He's testing, he's testing you. <laughs> and I was like, mate, like what have I got myself into? Um, but like Buzz is a pretty special guy. Like I guess um, he, I think it's because because we sort of had a had a bit of a familiar history and i think you know just his ability to once again like you know i don't know what he saw in me i guess i don't know what it was i guess if it was something that he saw or something that he's just this type of guy where he he likes to invest and so into people but he he took that gamble on me and he, he took me under his wing and he was like the the first like sort of like boss mentor that i had and i sort of he he brought me into his inner circle um, brought me into some of these high profile clients that he had and taught me a lot in a very, very short period of time um, to the point where like we fostered a very good relationship. We have a very similar like um, work ethic. Uh, I think we have a very similar way of like sort of uh, looking at problems and um, trying to be, you know, for lack of a better word, as humble as we can and, and offer a child's mind to a lot of different um, solutions to try to find yes, a, a different and novel and, um, you know, potentially like, unexplored way of doing things and um i think just through bouncing off each other we developed a very positive uh, working relationship 
I'd like to say that we also have a very deep friendship. I, get, I consider him to be one of my closest friends. Um, he's, he's like family to me, that bloke. So, and um, yeah. it sort of evolved from there to the point where he goes, you know what, you know, you put so much into what it is that you do. Um, I want us to be business partners. And so he, he offered me the, the awesome. opportunity to, to, to buy in and you know, essentially put my money where my mouth is and back myself <laughs> and back the business and, 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 and grow yeah. that way. So, I mean, I, I probably owe that guy a massive debt of gratitude for, for you know, lending out his hand and, and you know, allowing me to take it because, you know, that this is this proform thing he's been developing since, God, I think about 2016, you know, so it's, it's wow. actually been in, been in play for a very, very long time, probably earlier than that, I must say. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's something that, you know, he considered to be his baby. You know, he, um, he, he's equally happy to share with me. And I guess, and it's, it's um, <laughs> like I say, it's very, very humbling, very, very gratifying and, and something that I, that I, I don't take lightly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's been great to see it grow. Yeah, like, definitely. you know, I mean, even, even during lockdown, you know, just, yeah. just to see, you know, see how you guys have developed the business. And once you did become, you know, a business partner, how that then now it's stepping up and going to a whole new level and, um, you know, your new venture under the Esplanade and just reaching mm, out. Yeah, and yeah. That even so. that is just something that is, is, you know, you're spreading your wings and, and mm. trying different things, aligning yourself with different providers as well to, to offer, you know, a more holistic, you know, you've got everything at your fingertips. So, you know, like I love from a, from a business perspective in growth, I love seeing how, you know, you started there working and then the journey of that and just each step that you've taken and how, you know, someone's taken you under their wing, they've, you know, inspired you, educated you, um, encouraged you to then be part of what their dreams are. And then you've captured Mm -hmm. that dream and you're now adding to that dream and bringing your, your flavor to it. And, um, you know, just that creativity that you two guys have, that you've got something very magical for a business model, you know, and it's different. And and that's what I love. I love looking at it from a business point of view. I look and go, wow, it is something different. It is something uh, unique. And um, yeah. I think that's that's what people, you know, people, that's why you're good at not only the having to be good at what you do, but you've got a different approach. And I think you're listening to mm. the people that you're servicing. And I think that makes a big difference in business. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, one of the other questions we had for you. So since um, you're, you're a business owner now, you've, you've working full time, you've got a fiance as well, which is very exciting. Yeah. And you've also got a boy of a Greek God. How do you manage, <laughs> how do you manage all these different things? And what's, how's your balance with family and work life? And also again, looking like a Greek God half the time. <laughs> it's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a tough one because I think um, I, I, there's a, I, I met a bloke throughout my travels. Like he's, um, he's the CEO and, and owner of um, uh, City Cave in Bella Vista. And, and we had a yeah. really, I think a really good chat about this. And we sort of talked about the idea of balance um versus harmony you know so balance is a funny word because i guess by its definition it, it's almost like balance is almost like equal parts of everything you know so yeah. if i have a hundred percent of resources to give and i give i've got five things and i give 20 percent of myself to everything i'm not really doing the best job so i couldn't imagine for the life of me giving 20 percent of my time and resources to natalie my my lovely partner or 20 percent of my time and resources yeah. to proform or 20 percent of my time to my health and and what's going to make me a better person physio leader and all those yeah. other things you know yeah. it, it just it doesn't make sense from a from a balance in inverted commas yeah. point of view so i guess when it comes to the idea of harmony and energy management it's like it's trying to sort of harness you know what are the things that fill my cup so to speak you yeah. know yeah. investing in those times so i can investing in those things that fill my cup 
So that way, when it comes to me giving back, so giving back to my business, contributing to my team, contributing to my, to my, my, my patients and, um, and, and anyone else that I have the, um, the, the opportunity and the, and the good graces to, to interact with, I have to, I have to look after that. And there's a, there's a particular level of sovereignty that comes with that. So mm. like when I talk, when it, so when I talk about training, I say, yeah, I'll do it because you know, you know, it's a good, it's good to be healthy and all those other things. But I also do it because if I don't, then I get cranky, I get lethargic, I get lazy. And <laughs> yeah, I, I, and, I guess, and these things that I, I talk about with my patients at the time, I'm not sort of fulfilling myself. So if I don't take the time to go to the gym, go to the track, uh, practice some level of mindfulness, do some journaling, read and learn and do those sorts of things, yeah. well, I'm stagnant. And um, yeah. I think like stagnant, uh, you're being stagnant and complacency is not a place that I want to be, um, yeah, especially so if I'm true. looking to, to push the envelope and, and, and do different things. So it's almost like I have to do this in order to maximize the amount of time that I end up giving back. Because at the end of the day, if, if, if I use that cup analogy and my cup is empty, I have nothing to give yeah. and I'm no longer on yeah. service. Yeah. I you like know, how so. you, you know, I like how you say, you know, like you've got a hundred percent, but I think yeah. what you do is you don't break your 2020, 20, you actually yeah. go, whatever I'm focused on that one thing, I give a mm. hundred, you probably give 120%, but you, you know, <laughs> that's just who you are. But I, I know like from, you know, working alongside of you um, yeah. and, and I've seen, you know, like, okay, it's a certain time. I won't be available after this because that's Nat's time. You know, the phone goes exactly. off, you, you, you know, we're, ha- we're sitting down, you're having dinner. And I know you've talked to me about this before, you know, <laughs> you create that environment where you give her a hundred percent of your focus. And I think that's great. Mm-hmm. A great relationship tip for everybody. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know, you know, like my husband and I've done the same thing. We're married now 30 years, so I know it works. Um, but mm-hmm. I know that that's, you know, rather than, you know, your analogy, you know, like people, you know, break up and, and split themselves and they never fulfill them themselves in anything where if why ever you're doing something if you do that 100% I think that you know 100% focus on what you're doing when you're doing it yeah. is going mm-hmm. to actually bring the balance that you know people exactly, really yeah. are talking about and that that harmonious you know harmonious yeah. um you know getting feeling good about what you're doing when you're doing it and I think that's why you know makes you successful um, yeah I think that, the yeah. term that I came across was um prioritize and execute so like so yeah. when, when mm-hmm. it comes to if you got like that's the thing. So if I've got fifty things to do, I could do fifty things at once and do it very, very poorly. Or yeah. mm. depending on whatever time I'm in, okay, I can prioritize the most important thing, do that, check that off, okay, yeah. before yeah. moving on to the next thing, you know. And like I've I've done it the other way. I've done, I've tried to juggle fifty things at once, and the only mm. thing is it gave me more, more gray hairs. Yeah. Um, I've got a bit of salt and pepper right now, so I don't need any more yeah. of that. But I guess like what what I found myself is that you 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 sort of get stuck in the um stuck in the um the merry-go-round, you get stuck on the, the spinning wheel and you end up yeah. sort of bur- burning yourself to and doing all this extra stuff, but not actually going anywhere. You know, the rubber exactly. never actually yeah. hits the road, you know? So, but yeah. if I can sort of like, you know, where, whenever I'm at somewhere, so when I'm in the clinic, I'm at the clinic hundred percent. When I'm with yeah. Natalie, I'm with yeah. Natalie hundred percent. When I sit down with Buzz and I'm, and we're, we're doing business planning, we're doing that hundred percent. When I'm having dinner with friends, I'm, I'm laughing, I'm carrying on and I'm there yeah. totally, you know? Um, yeah. And I think the biggest struggle for me was, you know, telling myself that it's okay to do those things and not feeling guilty, you know, yeah, those times come along, you know, because I sometimes if I had, you know, things on my plate that I hadn't been done, like, you know, turning around and saying no to things, you know, was actually very, very hard. And it, it takes yeah. a level of 
knowing yourself and knowing what's important and um, a, a lot of self-efficacy and, and, and things like that. But I, I think it's been one of the most empowering things that I've that I managed to, to cultivate in my, in my years. I'm not saying that I do it all the time. I, you know, in, at times you sort of uh, fall into the trap, but, you yeah. know, I, but I've, got a, I've got a lovely partner who reminds me when I do. And for any young men out there, it's um, when, you, when you get that morning, you better listen. All right. So that's so true. Yeah. And I love what I love even the fact of like that you give hundred percent to everything. Like, and you were saying this before, but that just makes you a better human as well. Yeah. Like not even for your sake, but also for the people around you. Like imagine sitting down with someone and they're like talking to you, but they're on their phone as well, trying to do something as well. And then they're talking to you. It's like, they're pretty much giving 50, 50% to you. And it just yeah. doesn't make the other person feel great either. So even like, no, no just to help others like just give 100% regardless it's awesome but and you're a great example of that so yeah, yeah. no it's Thank good you. so what's next for Andy what's what's what? your next step big question the big question oh, I know you've got I know you've got a wedding up <laughs> coming yes, I've up got a wedding don't spoil anything so um so I guess that, that that's probably one of the next things gonna be a married man um it's funny like we sat down like so um we we do this thing once a year at um at Profum, it's called Stone Mecca um taken from a few things so the idea of stone is a, is a good foundation it's a solid foundation that you want to have so um, it's sort of taken from the old um biblical story about the man that built, the, built his house in the rock and built his house in the sand yeah. so i guess that profile we want to make sure that our, our foundation is built on a, on a solid bedrock of stone something that's very very awesome. solid nothing that can wash away um but the idea that's of mecca is this idea of like returning home, something that we always want to come back to. So every year, like I said, with our current staff, we always come to meet together. We discuss our, I guess, our, our goals. We discuss our personal goals. We discuss our business goals. And, and collaboratively, we, we sort of sew into that as a group. And um, we sort of went around. And I guess when it came to my turn, as far as like what was next, and the one thing that I really wanted to, to work on, I guess personally for myself over the next year, especially knowing that I'm going to be a married man soon and I'm going to be looking at the idea of fatherhood and all these other things is that yeah. I want to be, and this might be like a very like um, cliche, fluffy answer, but I'm focusing on being the best man that I can be. Um, that's, awesome. that's, that's, that's not fluffy. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's credit to you. And um, yeah. I know Nat will appreciate that. Oh, so. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I guess when I sort of looked at what that is, I guess there's there's a couple of values and virtues that come into that, and a lot of that is around um, integrity, authenticity, honesty, yeah. um, vulnerability, courage. Um, you know those those sorts of things. Things that I think like us as human beings, we all struggle with, especially we've got this ego in our head that wants to tell us something negative from time to time. Um, but I think that I guess the, the more that I can explore and and sort of push myself into to being the best possible person that I can be, I almost feel like there's going to be a rising tide phenomenon with that. So ah, if I'm, if I'm, the, I'm a person first. So if I'm a better person, I'm a better physio. If I'm a better yeah. person, I'm a better athlete. If I'm a better person, I'm a better father. If I'm a yeah. better person, I'm a better husband, brother, son, and all those other things, you know? So I think like first things first, um, I guess my, my life isn't, I'm not just a physio hundred percent of the time. There's, there's many, many things that I do and there's many, many things yeah. that I ha- that I have responsibilities That's over. Awesome. Um, and I think like I said, if I want to give those things the, the proper credence, then I have to make sure that I'm ready for whatever that is. And I think that means being yeah. a better person first. That's oh, awesome. That's so good. I love that. So good. It's great. Well, I know you have lots of um, good advice for people, but what's one piece of advice that you'd want to give um, specifically to young people as yeah. well? So even how you were talking about how before it's like it's a lot harder to get into physiotherapy, but I'm not just talking about physio. I'm talking about just in general. Mm. And if that's being a better man, that's great. But what's what's that one piece of advice that you'd give to a young I think person? That, well, I guess uh, it's, uh, I probably do a couple of things. I think like, um, oh, I think 
if, if I sort of keep it strictly, because I know like there's a lot of, if I, if I put it to a lot of the young people that I often talk to, I get, I get young clients that come in through and you're training yeah. them for whatever else. And you say, so what do you want to do after high school? What do you want to do after this? And they're not sure. And I guess you can almost like see the anxiety wash over them. And I think, especially <laughs> with today's day and age, I mean, it seems to be a, a massive yeah. talking point. Um, but if I can, if I can, if I can sort of give some advice to Andy at 16 or Andy at 18, like when I didn't know anything. Um, and I think it's one of those things that I almost like feel like you want to lean into whatever you feel passionate about and yeah. just understand what that is first. And that doesn't necessarily have to mean from a, from a, a professional standpoint. Okay. I guess, because I, I know I sort of went about it the opposite way, I guess, but the one thing that I was passionate about is I'm passionate about helping people. And I found that through physiotherapy. I, could have found that being a teacher i could have found that being a gardener yeah. i could have found that being a veterinarian yeah. I, I don't know whatever yeah, that's true. but i guess I I, I I i managed to sort of find that first and i think um i think so long as you've got that in mind whatever hurdles place themselves in front of you you'll be able to sort of tackle so long as you know that 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 level of passion that internal focus that that knowledge of self is there um nothing can really deter you really because i've seen so many people like sort of go and chase money chase a career chase something yeah. that's yeah, yeah. purely external only to see it not fulfill them so and you know and not to get sort of when you and when you sort of come to terms with that not to get off put by the naysayers that you know want to pull you back down into mediocrity you know if you have a passion for something if you have an idea something that you know there's something that's in you that you know only you can do you have particular talents you have particular drives you have particular skills that only you have um and mm. i and almost like feel like once you once you identify whatever that is like you almost it's, it's incumbent upon you then to bring it on into the world so i guess yeah, so when, when you've got that however long that takes whatever wherever method that takes you where it ends you up um it yeah. could be a wonderful journey because you know for me right now it's physiotherapy um, but with the skills and, and the things that I've developed, I mean, it doesn't just have to be that, you know, I've, I've explored even ideas of, um, educating, educating people, talking to, to groups of people. We do a lot of like yeah. charity work, I guess, ProForms aligned itself with a number of like, um, like youth men's indigenous yeah, organizations yeah. where we've tried to, to give back to, and that's not as a easy, I'm, I'm not treating these boys, but we're just sewing yeah. into them. Okay. So yes, awesome. yeah, I've yeah. got, yeah, I've got this physiotherapy hat, but there's so much more that I can service yeah. and fulfill through this passion that I have. Yeah. And I guess, and for, so for anyone out there to sum it on up, it's like, find whatever that is. And once you, once you know it and you know, it, it's, it's, it aligns with you and what's in, what's inside you. Yeah. Pursue it, pursue it, pursue it, yeah. pursue it. That's it. I love that. That's it's good. It's great advice, yeah. especially for young people nowadays. Like you were saying before, they have so much of, there's so many different choices and different options. And some people, even with all those options, it just kind of makes it a bit harder for everyone. But yeah, it's yeah. just like, just pursue it, pursue your passion, pursue what you love. It'll, you'll make it work. I feel like that's exactly everyone right. always you'll just make makes it work. work. Yeah. yeah. And I think too, like, you know, even, even older people's perspective, I see a lot of people in business and, you know, they're, they're not passionate about what they do and, and mm. you want, and they're struggling in business. And I think that's, you know, sometimes if you get kicked back to, you know, like, well, why did you start this? Why, you know, like what was, yeah. what was the instigation? Oh, I was really passionate about my skills and I knew I could help people. And it always comes back to that. People genuinely mm. want to, you know, help people. Yeah. And if you can ignite that passion back in, in a lot of businesses that I work with, it's amazing. They just take off because they then totally. come back to that passion that they find their why of why they're doing it. And I think that's mm. so important. So yeah, hundred percent. And like, you know, that's good advice for young people, but it's yeah. certainly good advice for older <laughs> for people to stir up 
what started them and what their passion was originally. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to give yourself a little bit of a shout out where people can find you with that social yeah. media or the new clinic? Of course. Yeah. So I guess for anyone who does, doesn't already follow us, follow us already, it's at Proform Physio. Um, so check us out on Instagram. You will usually put up a lot of good stuff on there. You can get a glimpse of what the clinic is like and how we're trying to sort of reshape and change the way healthcare is provided to, to anyone that comes on through. Um, myself, I'm at that.physio guy. So if you, if you want to sort of see some funny content, <laughs> I'm yeah. that physio guy. So if you want to see some funny content of me running around and doing silly things, um, check us out on there. Um, but if not, like I say, mainly on socials, come and say hello. Um, and our main clinic is over in Bella Vista. So if anyone knows Frangos at all, um, we're on level four of that mm. building. So get yourself some chicken and come up and, and say good day. And I guess, as you were saying before, we've got another clinic opening up at, or opened up, I should say, um, at the Esplanade, um, yeah. right in the middle of Northwest on Salent Circuit. Lovely new clinic there with an integrated healthcare system with GPs, doctors, also doctors. Uh, and the, I think there's a dentist going in there soon. There's a podiatrist wow. in there nice. already. Um, exercise physiology services um, as well as us, you know. So um, it's a one-stop shop. You're that's ex- awesome you're expanding expanding that's awesome but, yeah, thank you andy no. for coming yeah, yeah thank you for thank you for doing the podcast and this episode we were we were looking forward to this a lot we yeah. were like in a couple of weeks ago we we're like oh andy would be so good to he, come yep, on the podcast. i agreed and you've and you have not disappointed no. you are awesome <laughs> you um articulate things beautifully and um, it's all the books you read that's why <laughs> it is actually it was funny when andy and i used to meet like um and have our meetings um, Andy would, um, I'm just going off to buy a book and, you know, he would be buying a book every week. I, I, I think mean, yeah, you're one of them. Yeah. You're buying a big book every week. And I just love the fact that you educate yourself and, you know, mm. a lot of the books that you read are not just, they're not just about physiotherapy. They're, uh, they're a wide range. And I know that Nat has that passion too. And so you mm-hmm. have an amazing book collection and amazing knowledge, <laughs> well, but knowledge. Yeah, go so, on. Yeah, Sorry. So I did tell her that. I think, I guess, um, that if, if I was going to buy her a house, it has to have like a library like the um, Beauty and the Beast library. So <laughs> nice. I'm doing one Big half ladder. of it. So yeah. I'm, 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 I'm stocking it. It's just a matter yeah, of she's purchasing got it. it and yeah. doing it. So. That is so funny. <laughs> I can see that happening with you too, like definitely. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. awesome. So, but, yeah. We really appreciate you, Andy. you, Andy. Always love no, chatting you to too. you. But, yeah, and, and thank you, everyone. It's been a for, pleasure. Yeah, thank yeah. you, everyone, for listening. Uh, to this week's episode and just a reminder these come out every thursday morning at 7 a.m so for all the people obviously that might not be early for some people but that's early for us so yeah uh, for all the people that are early risers you can listen to it on the way to work or on the way to the shops now because you can go to the shops yeah but yeah um thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next week yeah see you guys thank you